0: Hey, we appreciate you listening to the Movie Propcast, and we just want to let you know you can find us on the old social media, at Movie Propcast on Instagram and even TikTok. Yes, there's some stuff going on over there. And if you're feeling particularly generous, it's okay. You don't have to. But on Patreon.com, you can find us Movie Propcast there as well. That's a fun little place where you can get some exclusive content. But okay, enough about that. I'm going to get out of the way, and uh, we hope you enjoy the episode. Guys, we're back! It's the movie Propcast back from the dead. Just kidding, we weren't actually weren't actually dead. uh Just to clarify, I, I Tyler, was, I was a little you,
1: dead. I was. A little, you died? A little. Oh my bit. god. Yeah, I came nah, back. You didn't it even was, tell was me. Rough.
0: There was like a month gap, right, where you just like stopped talking to me, and I was like, "Dude, are you dead?" And then this this is actually the first time I've seen you since then. So yeah, welcome back, man. I was dead. Yeah,
1: you're you're lucky. It was kind of hard. You know, you have to make your way through the pits of Tartarus and there's this guy in a boat. It's tough. Anyway, um I'm just <laughs> glad I can make it back here cuz it was it was it was in my calendar. My phone kept going off and I was like god. Doyle's gonna be real upset if I don't make this schedule. So we gotta so come back, man. We had a, we had a
0: good thing going. The ball was rolling. It's the movie propcast. Uh, we're back now, officially. After, when a lot of people do this, right, they come back and they're like, "It's season two of the movie propcast." It's not season two. All right, it's all one big shebang. There was a small gap. There was some life events going on. Tyler, uh, I mean, we both. I think we both moved in the time. In the yes. last like two to three months, we both went through a moving process. Me, not as far as you. Uh, I had a journey. Yeah, you had it a was... trek. How did how did that go? How did that process <laughs> go? Because it was multi state move, right? That's that's a big deal. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know how moves go. Like you, the worst part of it all isn't even like. Actually, all of it was kind of rough, but it was fun. It was it was nice. My family came. We took a road trip, uh, and f- we're finally settled in and organized. So I'm I'm happy to get that's back good. to my
0: schedule. Yeah, I hear you have your own little area now, so uh we can we can now I churn do. out four podcasts a week. Be looking forward to that. Oh, they're going to get that. tired pl- of us.
1: No, they're I don't know about four it. podcasts a week.
0: But I think we can get in a groove now, I think where we can probably up it, but I don't want to make any promises yet. Um uh, yeah, let's
1: get comfy. Let's get comfy.
0: Let's get this first one back. We'll get back uh back on the track here and uh and obviously we're coming back. I'm it's my selection. We left off. You picked Mission Impossible, right? So that was the last I movie we've done. That was a fun yes. one. This one had been on my list since the very beginning of this be I created this podcast.
1: I was going to say before before we even like you've been mentioning this since we spitballed the idea to create the podcast.
0: I don't know why <laughs> but I love this movie so much. It's 1998's Small Soldiers. If you know the movie, you know what we're talking about. How fun it was. If you have no idea and you haven't watched it, pause this, go watch it, come back cuz there's we're, we're obviously going to spoil it. I mean, the movie's what what did we just say? We decided it came out July 10th 1998 you did the math i don't even remember what the number was 24 24 years so yeah i feel like a lot of our movies have, have hit that little window of like late 90s early 2000s and i know that we do that a lot but that's just the movies we love the most i feel like that's our window yeah. the most nostalgic stuff and small soldiers to me is one is like maybe top i don't i'm top 2 i don't know what the other one would be but i'll say top 2 just to just to leave that door open of like childhood movies that stuck with me I, one thing I want to do before we get deep into it I want to run down the cast because it's it shocked me how many big names were involved not just visually not just live action but the all the voice actors in this blew my mind when I went back and tried to figure out who was who and what was what because you don't even really know they don't even promote a lot of the a lot of the voice actors in this movie
1: oh no I think they went uncredited no they probably went credited I don't remember all of them being said but yeah, it was it was just a pretty big who's who, and I'm gonna say right now you're probably about to blow up one of my did you knows. I'm just saying it right now, so when you say it, it doesn't did sound I... like I'm making it up. No, okay, go, no. Continue. So
0: I'll say the names, and then you could if you have a little did you know, you can you feel free to jump in. I'm not gonna I won't go on a tangent. All right, if you got something, go for it. I only
1: it. have I only have I only have two small ones. It's okay. no, that's
0: good. I uh, that's what she said. I want to go. I do want to read the description of the movie real quick because I I think that's a good like. I don't know. I'm I'm reading it on IMDb. It just says when missile technology is used to enhance toy action figures, the toys soon begin to take their battle programming too seriously. And I I, when I read that, I was like, okay, one sentence. Yeah, that makes sense. That's it. I I, only reason I wanted to read it because it wasn't like the full synopsis of the movie. And I was like, that kind of gets you (laughs) into the mood for it. But as far as cast. Kirsten Dunst, right out the gate. Very young Kirsten Dunst. And obviously, this is, we're a Kirsten Dunst podcast. We, we, we're we big Kirsten Dunst fans. So,
1: I, I will do my shtick after this because <laughs> I I, ha, I have a shtick. I'll run it down. But yes, we are a Kirsten Dunst. And I'm, unfortunately, as I was watching this movie, I was going through a mental checklist. And right now, she's our highest reviewed, highest <laughs> well, see, casted. Well, no, no, no. That's not the unfortunate part. It's awesome. I love her. And it's crazy how a part of... I had a bigger crush on her than I guess I realized. She's part of a bunch of my favorite movies growing up. But after this one, I don't... Think there's going to be many more Kirsten Dunst movies coming up. Well, how, first there's... off,
0: how dare you? Uh, that's the only thing I'm nominating moving forward is Kirsten Dunst okay. films. Go, uh, you could
1: go for it, but yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> I'll give a shout out. Uh, Gregory Smith was old Alan Abernathy. Why I didn't even say who Kirsten Dunst was in this movie, she was Christy Fimple. I licked my lips because I wanted to say Fimple with correct pronunciation. Was it
1: Christy or Misty? I thought the boyfriend ran down the stairs. It was Christy? Christy Fimple, which is just a gross
0: last name. Uh, I I don't know why. I feel
1: like... Part of that last name was because of her father. I feel like Probably. I didn't even associate the last name with her the entire movie. It was just her dad because her dad deserved all of that last name. Hundred percent, hundred
0: percent. So Gregory <laughs> Smith was Alan Abernathy, obviously the main character throughout the film. Jay Moore was in here as Larry Benson. You you see Jay Moore and uh, I forgot his name What's David Cross. Both I um, mean obviously recognizable. Now I think Phil Jay Moore went on to have like a sports show now he's got like a sports radio show now i think at this point but he was a, a comedian actor went on to do that but david cross it, it was in a lot of movies too i think i don't know what so it was. many
1: yeah Scary movies. pretty much everything
0: oh yeah obviously was, scary movie. yeah yeah
1: he's he's just been in a bunch of stuff like he, he's like he unfortunately for people who weren't around during this time he's like a big that guy face like you see him in a bunch of right. stuff 100%. but you don't remember yeah you just don't remember his name
0: He's Erwin Wayfair in this film. Uh Phil Hartman is Phil Fimple. Phil Fimple, uh, oh, which God. is disgusting. That sounds it's gross. It's
1: disgusting, but it was his personality. Like he deserved all of that.
0: Yeah, so we who obviously we've done The Neighbor. That's Phil Phil Hartman's main role. He is I'm the neighbor. Is, I'm the annoying neighbor.
1: I was going right? to say he's the obnoxious. You can't just say the neighbor. He was the obnoxious neighbor. Like I might I hope I'm not mistaking this. I think the only other role I know him in where he wasn't the annoying neighbor was House Guest. I think he was the main guy in that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he had a lead or role
0: that. or two somewhere. But yeah, this was yes. like this is prime he, Phil Hartman's annoying neighbor to me personally. Uh, yeah,
1: by the way, go back and watch Jingle all the way. We yeah. we, we went on big on Phil Hartman in
0: there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, big big Phil Hartman fan, but I, I actually found something uh, a little tidbit on Phil Hartman about this movie, which is oh. actually kind of depressing uh but oh. this was actually the last on-screen film role for phil hartman before he was no. actually before he, w- he got murdered two months prior to the film's american premiere so this was he actually passed away before this not passed away he was killed before this movie was actually theatrically released
1: why wouldn't you tell me that before we're on camera man that's terrible what do you mean? I'm not, this
0: is big news. What do you mean? I, I I didn't realize that until just before we started. I'm on the IMD or the Wikipedia page. That's that's actually something that that I didn't I didn't know even I've, coming into this. We're learning this at the, almost the same time. I
1: Pretty had crazy. no idea. I was wondering why I hadn't seen him in more stuff. What how does it? I mean, not to get too morbid, but like,
0: do you not know? Happened? You didn't know the Phil Hartman story? no oh that was like a whole thing I mean I'm sure that there's like a documentary on it by now but uh, it, apparently he was obviously in a toxic relationship with with I don't know if it was his wife or the girlfriend at the time there was a back and forth whatever happened and she wound up murdering him and it was a it was a whole thing I'm, I, I don't this we're getting all like CSI documentary but I, I, if you look it up Phil Hartman it's like it's actually super depressing because he 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 would have been somebody awesome to have in his late years Especially. He would have been a great character
1: actor. Oh my god. Like his roles are obnoxious, but he did them so well that you can't picture the movies without him there.
0: Right. You he's like you love to hate this guy, right? He comes in and you're like, yeah. God, he's super annoying. Like I just but but that but you love that though. It's not it's not like you never yeah. want to see him. Like you, that's his that's his best part. Uh anyway, moving on, the actual dad, Stuart Abernathy, the owner of the toy store, and obviously the father of Alan Abernathy in this movie, Kevin Dunn he's another one that's also in the I'm the dad the the strict dad role uh yes. as, as obviously he's in the Transformers we went back and he literally plays the same role in Transformers exactly with well, I'm
1: pretty sure he adopted Shia LaBeouf and then just was the exact same character right 100 down down to the down to the yard and the lawn and that's my tree i'm
0: absolutely positive that that whoever was casting for transformers went back and was like who's that guy from small soldiers i want that exact like he literally was like (laughs) do this in this movie it's the exact same thing but yeah he did that as well uh dennis leary as gil mars mr mars the uh i forget what the company was they GloboTech. tech well, yeah, Heartland Toys was what they bought. He wound up buying Heartland Toys, yeah. but yeah, global tech globo tech technology. He was just I like wanted... the CEO big wig guy that came in and just everybody butthole tightened up, which is what happens, I think, right?
1: I wanted a small aside. Why in like the nineties and two thousands were all the bad guys like globo blank? Like oh, global yeah, tech. Like we did, yeah. we, did yeah, we did Dodgeball, globo gym. Yeah. Like what what was wrong with being wanting to be global? What's wrong that's with it?
0: it yeah if you it just it like some sort of like world domination undertone i don't know what that is it is very strange that, that was the way they were going with it um who else was in this movie i mean as far as as far as like actors i mean there's some other big ones obviously some older ones but I, as far as actors that's pretty much the top the ones that you're going to recognize
1: but now they're cream of the crap
0: but now when you get to the voice cast now we're mm-hmm. like okay these are some like some heavy hitters obviously right out the gate the top build tommy lee jones is chip hazard in this film um the the head the head of the uh commando elite amazing he's perfect uh, i think he's perfect so for that good. role yeah I, I don't know who else could have done that better especially at the time but tommy lee jones was king right around that time we're talking men in black that's like you know it's all in that time frame but yeah this is he nailed this i think that's a that's a great role for him Oh, yeah. He killed uh, it. One thing I did find out, Jim Brown voiced the uh, Butch Meathook character. Meathook.
1: I love that <laughs> I name. didn't know Jim I Brown. The name Jim Fall Brown, Fall.
0: NFL superstar, right? And then yeah. in his late years, they're just like, yeah, Jim Brown, you want to do this? Sure. That's awesome. I didn't know he was I even doing ar- stuff like
1: that. Around this time, I think he also did Mars Attacks. Jim Brown, he, he had a couple of movie roles. I think he did Mars Attacks, and he might have had one other
0: yeah and obviously I, and we're obviously too young to understand jim cummings i do recognize voiced ocula just the noises of the one-eyed monster <laughs> the one-eyed uh yeah i don't know gorgonite i knew i know who jim cummings is i was lucky enough to meet him at a, at a comic-con and i had him i had him autograph my uh winnie the pooh because uh, he's the voice of winnie the pooh really? as well i so, didn't yeah, know I'm, that i had him voice that winnie the pooh movie that I, or uh autograph not voice it but uh autograph that's kind of cool uh, the other people in this movie I feel bad because I know that there's like some major like Frank Langella I, I know I know him uh he's obviously been in some other movies you'd recognize him if you saw his face he's one of those guys but a lot of them were like cast members from old movies right like like entire casts like the the rest of the commando elite were I think four or five actors that that were in a, a movie I don't remember what the movie was now I, I'm like trying to trying to think about it, but there was like an old Western slash like mafia. I don't know if it was Western or mafia, but they were all in it and they just got the cast and they're like, we want you guys to voice this. And all <laughs> just, they all just signed on. It was kind of cool. And then on the other side, the Gorgonites, I think were, vo- were voiced by um, the cast of Spinal Tap. The movie *Spinal what? Tap*. There's like so two or three actors. So they just a whole cast. Yeah, they're like this movie and this That's movie. Cool. We want you guys, and then they wound up coming in and doing it. I wish I, I wish I could remember that other movie the, for the *Commando Elite* voice actors, but unless you're into the deep into it, you probably wouldn't recognize the name. But I mean, I don't want to go down the list because I'm too lazy to be completely honest. But <laughs> now we're now we're now back to back to our age range. The Gwendy dolls. Did you see this the voice is, actors for the Gwendy dolls? I,
1: this was gonna be my. Did you know? Yeah. This
0: is amazing. I didn't I just found the, this out today. Did I did you, too. Sarah, I, I Sarah found, Michelle Geller and Christina Ricci were the yes. voices of the Gwendy dolls. And I don't know that got they got any billing at all in this film. I don't
1: think so. And they were decent names then. Like uh Oh yeah. Ninety eight. I'm um, Buffy must have been out or starting. And For I know sure. you let did last summer. It was close at least.
0: Yeah, and then so, Ricci had what, Casper and like Adams Cas- family? She had Casper.
1: It? She had a depressing movie called like The Snowstorm or something like that. She right. had been a decent name too.
0: But the fact that they're just like the throwaway Gwendy dolls, like that's hilarious yeah. to me. I don't know why. Uh, I, which we'll get was, we'll get I, into the the logic of the Gwendy dolls or Gwendy dolls <laughs> later in the uh, in the podcast. But that was that's amazing there, that lineup.
1: There's a lot of a uh, uh, logic things that we're gonna have to discuss in this movie because one scene hit and I was just like that. Like, I know we're suspending disbelief, but come on now. But, yeah, the the Sarah Michelle Geller and the uh, Christina Ritchie thing, I I wanted to shock you with. I'm a little upset you figured it out.
0: Oh, no, yeah. I, that was, yeah. I, I do my research, man. I try to do my homework every once in a while,
1: you know. Let's see what I can so, do. So, are, are you done with your casting stuff? Cause, yeah, the cast. Or, I'm, I, that's Yeah, oh, I'm down the line on the cast. We're good. So, for my shtick, as I brought it up earlier, this is number three for Kirsten Dunst. She is the highest, uh, most... Podcasted, propcasted actress, actor, actress that we have right now. Tommy Lee Jones, David Cross, Phil Dunn, and Phil Hartman all hit two with this movie.
0: All right. So That's I'm not going to be
1: able to do this much longer because, I mean,. Event there's gonna be a theme where all of our movies have actors that we just love. I just like at this moment, it just blows my mind that Kirsten Dunst ended up the highest rated. This it movie. is, yes. Yeah, like, I didn't expect that.
0: I almost want to just exclusively find Kirsten Dunst movies in that one, just become a Kirsten Dunst podcast.
1: So we're doing Bring It On next. Is that uh, Bring Hell It On? Hell yes!
0: What are you talking about? That's on my list. That's a banger. What are you talking about? That's a good movie. Uh, okay, so speaking of good movie, I'm going to take it over to Rotten Tomatoes real quick uh, and just give the the reaction. Obviously, Rotten Tomatoes is a big website. They, they review rank movies based on critics and user reviews. Tomato Meter says this baby is a 48% out of, obviously, 100%. Uh, that's how percentages work. But 48%, this thing's dog water. Uh, it's garbage.
1: Honest, honestly, I'll accept that. I mean, it's not, it's not the highest rate, but when you watch this movie, it's a niche movie and parents like us, like you and I, we're going to run out and grab this to show our kids. Yeah. But this isn't like Toy Story, where every parent is showing their kid this movie. It's gonna right. be people like us who have those fond <laughs> memories. Yeah,
0: we're the only ones keeping the small soldier's story alive. Yes. But I will say, yeah, the critic—that was the critics' consensus, forty-eight percent. And typically, when you're on Rotten Tomatoes, and people like me go in, and then you get the audience score, it typically jumps. You know, typically jumps to a respectable range. This movie right here, forty-eight percent tomato meter from the critics. 45% from the audience? It's lower. The audience hates it. I don't it.
1: believe that. Yeah, what how many, is what's that? What's the number on those? What's the number on that? Over
0: 100,000 ratings.
1: That's insane.
0: I, that's crazy to me. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't have any shred of nostalgia? Couldn't even put it over 50? I don't know. To me, that's like, that. that like, when I'm scrolling through Rotten Tomatoes and I see that the audience scores lower than the critics, that's like a red flag to me. And I'm yeah. listen, I'm not saying this movie is, is freaking Shawshank Redemption, but I mean, like, it's it's got it's it's got its merits. It's fun. It's you know, I don't know. It's it's obviously early in the CGI days too. That's a it can be Honestly, can be I was
1: I was impressed with the CGI for knowing that it was 98. I was actually like, "Okay, they did Yeah, it I honestly decent. when I was watching it,
0: I it is on Amazon Prime Video right now. Um if you're listening to this uh relatively close to the release of the podcast, uh, you, it's on Prime now. I honestly thought they went back and remastered it. That's how good I thought the yeah. CGI was. I was like, "This is 25 years ago not terrible
1: imdb is 6.2 out of 10 so there's that's that. what i'm well, then, gonna go with i
0: think that's okay. definitely uh that's definitely the accurate one uh so let's just forget the <laughs> tomato score even exists uh yeah so as far as rating, i mean i i probably personally if i was being realistic like what would you rate this out of 10 like realistic like movie critic i don't know how do i you- give it
1: i'd give it five or six like yeah. I genuinely enjoy the movie. It's enjoyable, but I can impartially say this is not a good movie.
0: Yeah. Like I think I'm right there with I, you. Like the highest I could go is 6 for sure. For like, Yeah. I, yeah, you can't go any higher than that.
1: I would definitely watch it again, but I also have no issue watching bad movies and I'm just nostalgic like. Right. 100%. I would I would I wouldn't watch this all the time, but like I could go back once every couple of years and toss it on and enjoy it. Right. Yeah. This I was wha- this was fun for me.
0: Yeah, I love this movie. I love watching it. Obviously, I love going back and and, and I nominated the movie, so I'm going to obviously shower it with whatever praise I can. I'm going to shine this turd up as much as I can, is what, I, what I'm really trying to say here. Uh, but let's just get into the nitty gritty of this movie. Before we wind up drafting the props from this film, and we obviously know that's going to be a lot of, uh, of, of action figures in our draft, uh, and I'll say it right now, the parameters have been set. We're each going to pick three picks from this movie, uh, props from this film, and then... We have a cap. We can only pick two action figures. So it's not just constant action figures going back and forth. We have to pick something else from the film. So keep that in mind uh, when we get into the draft here in a little bit. But as far as this movie, it opens up. Obviously, they're, they're pitching a toy. They're trying to pitch the idea to, this, to Dennis Leary, the, the Mr. Mars guy. Is it Mars? Yeah, it's Mr. Mars. I don't know why I'm thinking of like Mr. Mars. I'm thinking of like the candy bar now, like, right? Like, isn't that like Mars, like a candy
1: company? Well, can we talk about his assistant first? Yes. Do you remember her name? Yes. No, I don't. You don't?
0: No, I don't remember her name. She didn't have a lot of lines in this movie.
1: She didn't. um, She did come up twice. Her name was Miss Kegel. She was cool
0: kegel yeah okay that's an interesting yeah i mean i don't know who's making I, I guess that is like somebody's job in this movie is to make these names up but i, I, I can't, i'm still hung up on phil fimple uh and he thought that was a good idea because it just sounds gross but but again like you but said it's it fits him
1: i have a question in what world is a, a military defense company buying a toy company
0: yes Yes, uh, that's that's obviously very odd. in this, I guess in this world, the guy likes money. He i I, I think it was really just a financial investment more so than a, we're gonna we're gonna merge the two. I don't think his intention was ever to merge the two,
1: so why did they have access? like, like so for those of you who haven't seen, like so like he said, they they're pitching toys to Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary decides to go with the more we don't call it violence we call it action the action right. toys so he's pitched two different ideas he's pitched the gorgonites who are peaceful they look more like animals and monsters and they're they're very nice peaceful and then he's p- pitched the commando elite which are militaristic they're i mean that's it they're they're gi joe on steroids and he wants to go with commando elite and he wants the gorgonites to be the bad guys cool i get it he likes action he likes violence But later on, um, oh, I forgot his name already. Jay's name.
0: Yeah. uh, Hold on. I can pull it up. Uh, Yeah. I think it was Larry. Larry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's Larry. Larry is making these toys because Dennis Leary wants the toys to do what they could do in commercials, which every human being knows is not possible. Right. Like, like I when I was six, I wanted my toys to do what they did in commercials. But Dennis Leary, at forty years old, wants that. So Larry goes and puts computer chips, military grade computer chips, in the. How how does he get that access? Tell me.
0: Okay. Well, first off, they got the passwords, right? They were given passwords, and uh, and they just said, "Here, have full access to literally everything." Maybe it was a little early in the computer systems days; they didn't really have the uh, the little block up to to stop anything. They just kind of it was working on the honor system. I don't know. It is a bit ridiculous that, A, he was able to do that, order all those chips, start production on the actual toys, finish production, package them, and market it, and send it out. And nobody knew what had, had actually happened, right? At no. no point when the chips were being placed in the back of these these things' heads that somebody said, what's up with this? Nobody flagged it at any point?
1: Also, debt. 3D printing was actually pretty spot on. Like when they're, they have a really cool opening sequence where they're finally making the toys, and they have these lasers doing like a 3D sculpture, and it's like coming out of this goop. It honestly was like <laughs> a pretty accurate depiction of what 3D printing became. Just it's no lasers; it's just like a hand, a robot hand. But right. it was, it was actually a really good job doing 3D printing. Um, yeah, no, I thought oh. that actually
0: looked pretty cool. They were like clear molds that obviously came in, and then you have to paint them up and everything and put the freaking how okay i my initial thought when watching this was like <laughs> what was the price point on these toys because i was i was oh. wondering i was wondering the entire film and it wasn't until the very end you get yes. the actual price point and i was like that's it like what is this
1: that i thought that was absurd you mean that's it i thought that was crazy that they're spending that much
0: Wait, what are you talking about? I'm I'm talking about the retail price of these toys with military chips in their head. Oh, was,
1: oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, no, okay, no, no. I no,
0: I don't I don't care what the company is paying for them. That's fine. The fact that they're paying more for that and then can can repackage it and sell it. I'll just say it, at the end of the movie they say it's 79.95 for this toy. And yes. it's a big ass toy. It's a big action figure with a military chip in it. And that's 80 bucks. The thing is
1: so when you think of it from that aspect, yes, that is an a ridiculously low amount of money from a parent standpoint. 80 eighty dollars $80 for that was insane. Sorry, am I vibrating. Yeah. Um, you're good. Eighty dollars for a toy that size, I'm like, oh, that's I'm trying to figure out I'm trying lot. to
0: remember what Furbies were going for back in the back in their prime. You know what I mean? Like I and I, I doubt it was eighty bucks, but I mean like it was probably like $30, thirty forty, right? I don't know. It had to be at least around yeah, there.
1: I was I was gonna say around 30, 40.
0: So it's not unrealistic that you slap a military chip in and you can communicate with it, and like it can learn. I mean, they don't know that, but you—it's sh- a military that, yeah. chip. You got to charge at least double Furby price, which is probably what happened in the meeting. That's what they said exactly.
1: So what I what I could tie it to is I remember not remember. I've recently seen like a uh, magazine clippings from like the early, late nineties. And video games, like Super Nintendo cartridges, were going for, like, $69 back then.
0: Nice. So that's
1: that that's, that's, that's something saying. we could compare. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what we could compare it to. But um, when they're giving the pitch, I actually forgot to bring this up. Do you remember how disgusted Dennis Leary was when they said the word learn? Uh, oh, yes. He's
0: like, learn? <laughs> we don't want these things to learn. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Erwin. Erwin was like, "Yeah, yeah." Erwin was like, "We could use these toys to help kids learn." And uh, Dennis Leary immediately was like, "Learn? No!" And immediately shut him down. That was it. End of conversation. That was That's
0: it. yeah. Obviously, it showed a lot of what his character is. He was such a strange character that even even amidst the chaos at the end of the film. Like, an entire neighborhood had just exploded. A house was in shambles at the end of this movie. And Dennis Leary just shows up in his helicopter, lands in the street, and just starts writing checks. Like, hey, don't sue me, yeah. thanks. Like, that's it. you imagine just having that kind of money? Like, there's no... And at no point, the man was unflappable. He didn't... Like, nothing that was said, nothing he saw. He was just like, man, I'm, I'm going to have to whatever i'm gonna have to shut these people up
1: he's he's planning his next move but you you brought it up so now i gotta ask i wanted to save this for the end but how much do you think the checks were that the parents were just like oh okay damage is fine like i don't know i'm trying to
0: think like late 90s what would be
1: so think of it this way if your house was destroyed your possessions were ruined and a man comes and writes you a check and you have the reaction of, oh, everything's all right. How much do you imagine that check had to have been for you to be like, OK, I'm fine with my house being destroyed?
0: I'd say absolute the immers- minimum, absolute minimum yeah. one million. I would not accept less than a million. I wouldn't. OK, I so, would not accept less. I wouldn't have that reaction if it wasn't seven figures.
1: So one so you figure 1 million builds you your house back and then you uh, you you buy most of your stuff back. So let's say after all that you're left with 400,000 and and you're okay with that, you're cool. I
0: I mean, I I I got to think insurance might chip in, right? Or no, they have no the insurance might not have anything to help out or no.
1: It's funny that I had that thought too. Um <laughs> I, was like, I don't I that? don't know, but but I'm just saying. So your reaction, you look at this check and you're like Oh, okay. Ignore the fact that I just almost died last night. How much would have to be on that?
0: That's, that's I like I said it. I'd say it's got to be a million minimum. So yeah, I just, I just say a million, just to, just to say that's got to be that. So yeah, I would be more than okay. I, I think I could fix my house up and maybe do some upgrades and still have a decent chunk left over to do, like, just completely change your life. Like I mean, like that's, it's got to be that.
1: Mine might have to be two. I oh, okay. Two well, it depends on
0: what your Different. house is. Like, that just, like, a that pretty mild residential home. I mean, it wasn't, like, a mansion it's, it's, or anything.
1: It's not just the house for me. It's the fact that you almost died. Your kids almost died. And you're literally traumatized from toys. Like, and there, it's not even, like, the house is just kind of ruined. The house, like, if you look at the Abernathy house at the end, it was pretty like, bad. the second floor <laughs> was on the first floor. Like, the roof had collapsed. <laughs> I think it was more it like the patio.
0: <laughs> like, it looked like the patio had, like, caved in in the front, which you still have, I think, the structural integrity of. The bones still seem okay. I the might remote, I might Sort me, of.
1: After a night that they had, I might have to go with two million before I'm, like all right, you know what, whatever, forget it, it ever happened. And he,
0: they very, that, that could have very well been it, you know what I mean? I'm trying to think, like, everybody got to check. What did the neighbor, what, his satellite dish broke, and, like, what, that's pretty much it? Like a, No,
1: he, he had some house damage, too, because that like was electrical the first house damage. they
0: started in. Yeah, that's yeah. true, and that's not, that's I not think that they, much.
1: I think they blew off both garage doors. I think they blew up multiple garage doors in this Right, movie. some
0: fences and all that stuff. But, yeah, also the delivery driver. The delivery driver oh, yeah. went immediately into, I'm like, how can I get some money out of this guy, right? Because he was like, oh, yeah. move the truck, and he then he he walks away and he's like, wait a minute, he was the first one to get his. He was, there was, I love that that yeah. she showed up. The assistant showed up with like a check maker, just a printer yes. for a check, punching numbers in and then just being like, yeah, here you go. I doubt the delivery driver got too much, right? Like, yeah, sure, he's got the trauma, but he wasn't there for the action. Well, I I'd guess say he, was. he was. A couple hundred, tied. couple hundred, no,
1: thousand, K, no, couple,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah, I thought you said a couple hundred. I'm like, Man, no, no, me.
1: no, A couple hundred thousand.
0: That's probably fair. Yeah, that's probably fair. I love how they're breaking this down logistically on how much, how much, how much it would take that's, to get us to shut up. That's what we do. You know what? But they would That's have, what we do. I guess the most shocking part to me was they didn't go around the entire neighborhood, and also their neighbors were just getting getting pissed at Phil Fimple right the entire time. There's explosions, yeah. fire, houses are crumbling, and they're like, "Damn you, Fimple! Like, what? What is that?" Yes.
1: Nobody called the cops? And it just goes, it goes to show you what Fimple was. Uh, like, he was just that annoying guy in the neighborhood. God.
0: I, I, but you called, crazy. you gotta call the cops. First explosion, right? Like, my neighborhood, oh, yeah. expl- there's a war scene. Look out your window once, and you're like, oh, shoot, we gotta call the police. Like, this is crazy. Not one police yeah. officer showed up. At, that no. entire During the entire ordeal. That's insane. And what's funny is, uh uh, kirsten dunce what's her name again christy was on the phone with the police officer she was she did call the police at one point
1: but they didn't believe her her. you don't
0: say that you just you don't say toys action figures are assaulting our home and family you say i've got multiple injuries shot wounds like gunshot wounds and send paramedics and police that's it
1: home home invasion that's it yeah that's not, and
0: then they show up and then they deal with it, right? But I don't, also, I'm trying yeah, to imagine like, mean, what a police officer would do. Were they just going to start shooting bullets at action figures? How, yes. how dumb <laughs> that would look? <laughs> that that gunfight? I don't know. That would be so dumb.
1: Um, back, back to early on, one thing that caught my eye, the box art for these toys was incredible. Did you catch an eye on that? Yes, it? yes. Oh, so and when they, they actually, you? in the
0: stores, it, it, it triggered something. Obviously, the boxes are enormous uh, in the movie, right? The action figures are enormous in the movie. But when I was a kid, I had them. I, I got action figures. It wasn't that big. But yeah, they, they used mm-hmm. the same art. And like you said, yeah, it just like triggered something in me. It was like this is what? sweet
1: because the because seeing Chip like with the guns crossed and they had like an anime design style that was that was sick. I yeah. I was very jealous of that.
0: They did a good job, I think, of selling the toys because I had I think three of them myself. Like mm-hmm. I was like I had to like this was one of my favorite movies as a kid. I saw them in the stores. I, I could see how like merchandising from this film at the time was probably awesome. Like this, especially yeah. a movie about action figures. Like that's all you need to do. The one thing I see in a lot of movie reviews and a lot of just reactions to this film was their unwillingness to commit to PG or PG thirteen, right? Like I think that was it was the contrast of of deciding whether it was a kid's film or it wanted to be like a gremlin's and take it a little mm-hmm. farther and make it a little more for like teenagers and 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 young adults and stuff like that. But the fact did that they, they not? Didn't,
1: I felt like they they were shooting. They were actively trying to kill people. Right.
0: Okay. At the end, yes, it definitely escalates to that point. But they made. They originally made the film with the intention for it to be PG. PG. And then the director mm-hmm. came in and was like, "No, we were going to try to do some of this and this." And it, normally, like uh, like they would like corporate and everybody would align, and they would be like, "No, we're going to take this path." They just kind of yeah. did it both ways and it was like there were aspects that were like sweet obviously like the gorgonites and like the interaction with the kid and it's like oh this is really cool this is an action figure that's like a friend and you're talking to him and then you got freaking tommy lee jones coming in and just like murdering people with nail guns and like well, trying to murder no one actually died but i'm actually i I was
1: yeah did you ever see indian in the cupboard
0: yeah yeah I, I was that, getting
1: I, I was getting strong Indian in The Covered vibes watching this like early on just just the contrast with Archer obviously there's nothing really violent in Indian in
0: no the that's cupboard, definitely but. that one said we're gonna do a kids movie where action figures come to life and that's fine and it's fun this one's like yes. uh, we're just gonna have like asshole army car- uh, like toys just attack everybody constantly which is also so- fun too I mean it's fun
1: so speaking of that, so you're Chrissy's little brother, right? You walk in the back of the thing and a toy attacks you. You want that toy?
0: I mean, I'm gonna be honest, I probably would be like, what is that? like i'm 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 intrigued, right? Like what do you get shot what? with like a nerf gun? It wasn't even anything it was a toy, right? Like it was not like he got shot yes yeah. he didn't get shot with like a corn cob holder, right, which somebody does get <laughs> shot with later in the movie. Alan uh, gets his <laughs> whole leg lit up with corn cob holders uh yes but no if i get harmlessly shot and it like addresses me when i walk in the room i'm gonna definitely it's gonna pique my interest i'm gonna be like what is this and how can i obtain (laughs) one of these creatures uh yeah i you don't you would just you would say no thanks and walk away
1: uh no. Now that you mention, it, I forgot that it was like a Nerf gun. I probably hey, well, would yeah.
0: I mean, it he didn't draw blood. Imagine if he took a nail gun yeah. right to the face. What he would
1: be dead. <laughs> Movie starts. <laughs> t- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's it.
0: Very dark. That's like that's like some Chucky stuff.
1: Well, it's funny you say that. So my one of my notes is these guys arguably like they're lucky. Like you said, they went the PG thirteen route. They are very lucky because. The the Commando Elite had... They're lucky that the Commando Elite had a goal in mind and a mission. And their mission was just get the Gorgonites. Had they just been running wild like Chucky. Yeah. Easily more violent, more dangerous. And I would, I would take the Commando Elite in a fight over Chucky. Like, they would have... If they just wanted to murder people, they would have wiped out the entire at least the street I'd say they take out two houses before things get settled.
0: Right, so that's tough. I mean, obviously we're doing some death battle stuff here, but I don't I just don't know because <laughs> the way this movie ends, obviously they wind up they wind up triggering like an EMP, an electromagnetic pulse and everything. All the all they just die. Obviously they just I don't know why they're exploding, but it really should have just shut down and that would've been it, but they were literally exploding and the heads are popping off. But um With Chucky, you're talking about like spirits. Like that's I don't know how you handle that. Like you, how do you kill a doll that doesn't have? You can't just power a a a, like a puppet down, right? Like I don't know how that works.
1: Yeah, I I get that, but you have to figure that weakness out.
0: I I'll take my chances against something that I know I can just pull the battery out, as opposed to something that's just being possessed by a death, like an evil spirit. Like I don't want to even try to tackle that that puzzle. That's 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 no thanks for me.
1: Well the thing is you don't know so you wake up and you open your closet and there's either a a Chucky doll trying to attack you or six commando elite trying to attack you. You know nothing else.
0: Okay. Well if I know nothing else, obviously I'm gonna look at the little ginger doll and be like, I'm just gonna punt it to the moon. But <laughs> knowing the knowing knowing both of them, I would yeah. take the six commando elite because yeah, they're like what, a foot tall which is, I mean, it's six of them can be pretty aggressive, but how strong are they really? It's not like they have, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, they're little robots, right? So, yeah, they're probably pretty strong. But you can still just, I don't know. Like, the only thing I would be worried (laughs) about is their grip, right? Like a vice grip Mm -hmm. type thing. But they're not going to, like, throw you. They're not going to, like, push you over. I don't know why everybody was falling in this movie. Why was everybody hitting the ground?
1: Everyone, Yes
0: a child Everyone can pick it down. up and be like look at my little action figure and then as soon as it crawls on their chest they're like whoa and they tumble over like it was like like a weight or something i was i didn't i didn't really understand that but obviously suspend your belief to the some point you uh, you just you mentioned suspending your belief tell me tell me what what really put you over the top where you were like okay this is ridiculous cuz i think we might be on the same page <sighs>
1: Okay, so just so we don't speed through the whole movie, so yes, Alan got all these toys from Joe. One thing that Joe, the delivery driver, is not risking his job to give Alan all these toys. He's not. Oh, he's, uh, Alan yeah, that talk- was
0: super weird.
1: Yeah, he he tricks not tricks him. He talks him into like, oh, nothing ever fell off the back of your truck, and Joe was like, all right, kid. I'll give you one 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 of each.
0: That's it's not like, even what? the weirdest part. That's not even the weirdest part about no. their relationship. It was the fact that like he was like, What are those? And then the guy was like, Let's find out. And they go in and yes. bust, not only open up the, the box to look at the toys, they open up the they box of the, the toys. Toy. Like,
1: what yes. Are you doing? Oh. yes, no, that was completely completely unrealistic. So there's that. Um, Alan is a troublemaker. And his dad's finally trusting him. So the first thing he does is betray his dad's trust again by doing all of this. Right. Also ridiculous. So then, as we already discussed, the toys come alive. The toys start attacking Christy. Um. So this is where I'm getting up to the point that I was like, this is ridiculous. So uh, they do a hostage scenario. They tie up Christy. Chrissy's boyfriend comes, tries to defend her, gets his leg pant leg set on fire, runs away, completely leaves her, which is ridiculous. Well,
0: not only like, does he leave I her, he left the motorcycle. Like, yes, what, what did you do to just run he, home? Well, I don't understand.
1: Yeah, he took his pants off and ran home. So you know that your girlfriend is tied up in a room with at least 10 dolls that are trying to kill her and you just left and you didn't care. Like, he didn't yeah. call her. He didn't do anything. Yeah. That, that was, was a, ridiculous. That
0: was obviously trying to suspend your belief for that. But it was really just to get him out of the picture, right? And that, and it's like an, was an inexcusable abandoning. Yes. And you're like, oh, yes. he's a butthole. Come on, Alan. Get a slip in there. She's available now. Like, it's all yes. happens very fast.
1: <laughs> so the part that really threw me over the edge, though, the commando elite decide they need more in their ranks. So Christy has a bunch of Barbie Gwendy dolls, I apologize. Yeah. Gwendy, Gwendy dolls. Come on, totally. So done. they decide to take their fallen comrade. I think it was Nick Nitro. Yep, Nick um, Nitro. They
0: said get give me yeah. his head. Yes, yeah,
1: so yeah. they take Nick Nitro's head, rip it in half to show you their strength. He actually ripped a metal or yeah, what yeah, we think is a metal cool. doll sure. and head in half. They take Nick Nitro's chip. And everyone had one of these at one point, but it's a big circle, and it's one of those Electro toys where where you put your finger, the electricity goes to your finger. Yes. So they put Nick Nitro's chip in the middle of this dish toy. It's a toy still. Yeah. And then they start taking the Gwendy dolls, they set them up, and they put their heads in like upside-down muffin containers, and they start bringing them to life because they're apparently recreating these military chips out of household materials and then they're then they're programming these gwendy's to attack and i'm like all right of all the things that are happening in this movie this one scene of them recreating these x1000 chips i was like i had to pause it for a second i was like where where are they getting the extra chips it's not even the
0: chips for me it's just logistically trying to get a barbie doll to move like that you'd had to break every joint and fill it with metal pieces and get make you have to put a a robot skeleton inside a gwendy doll to make it move like that like it's just plastic so yeah you're right Mm -hmm. like what i'll suspend my belief and pretend that one chip can make more chips sure but you put them in a plastic doll's head how's it moving (laughs) <laughs> how are you moving this yeah. doll i don't know why I, I, yeah. all of a sudden it's it's they, they're they're full of metal now and then like you can rip their face off and like their faces are all distorted and i will say yes. even as a kid like that was creepy like that was really weird the gwendy dolls with like the pinched faces and like they're all weird and deformed that was actually one had, scary one, as a kid
1: one was like peeled back with a paper clip and yes, the skin so was held back. Like. <laughs> but yeah, they
0: the, the integrity of the dolls completely changed. And yes, that was definitely the scene in the movie where you're like, okay, well, I guess they did need reinforcements. So yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll
1: There I'll was do. a there was a throwaway line that caught me. I don't know if you noticed this. So um the commando lead to Alan's Allen's dad's shop, and then Christy comes by later on just to like apologize and see how everything's going. And she says, are you running an insurance scam? And I was like, what what does a teenager know about an insurance scam? That was the second line because Joe earlier said uh, arson arson discovery techniques are more sophisticated these days. Because Alan made a burn down the shop joke like those are going over kids heads like some right. adults might not even get those like it what? is very
0: weird what? that they would be like privy to that knowledge like the girls just like yeah oh you're just you're just trying to get some a payout like the corporate yeah. corporate espionage like yeah sure that's how that works yeah you're right Oh, but God, it is, that yeah. is ridiculous no i think i think i'm ready to get into the draft there's some other things i want to hit into but i think once we start drafting i think it'll be a little easier to uh yes, divulge. yes. so if you're ready you good hit. nothing else hit you wanted to hit. We're going. No. We're going for it. It's just not a movie prop cast draft if you don't hear that stupid noise. Uh, it's Tyler's favorite part of the podcast, <laughs> and uh, and here we are. I nominated this film. I nominated Small Soldiers, so the, the way it works, I will be drafting first. So I'll get first pick. Tyler will go back. We'll alternate until we each have three picks of of props in this movie um props memorabilia outfits whatever it can be just iconic stuff from the film obviously initially we know where we're going right like it's i don't i don't know the toughest part about being first is what
1: what's one of these is more iconic this i was gonna say this (laughs) happened twice for us this happened in spider-man and this happened in jingle all the way so I I just want to say good luck. Because I know
0: I know. I, I mean, either way, we're both good for the first yeah. pick. I know that
1: for I'm a fact. At, once you make your pick, I'm actually going to sweeten it up for you. So I want I want you to make your pick, okay. and then I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a chance to make it feel even better.
0: Okay. So what had happened was uh, I went back and forth all day today, and I was like, uh, there I had to actually make like ways the pros and cons here because. I don't know. Obviously, I I can talk freely about this cuz I know that I know what the next pick's going to be. Tommy yes. Lee Jones is the voice of Chip Hazard, which is a big deal. It's freaking Tommy Lee Jones, right? He's the main antagonist in this in this film. He's the bad guy. I He's a bad man. I just I just don't know that I can pick him though. I don't I don't think I can do it.
1: What do I but why? You've you've given all the pros zero cons. The con is there's
0: a there's an equally awesome character on the good side that gets yeah. I I think I don't even know if he gets more screen time to be honest. He probably doesn't in the grand scheme of things because chip hazards all over the place. So they but they, they
1: made so much chip merchandise. Like oh there were God. billboards, yeah. there was a blow up chip, there was like Chip was all over this.
0: He's definitely the main action figure in this entire movie. Like like he's obviously the marketing of the film is Chip. You don't even see on the on the cover. Well, you do on the cover cover, but the movie poster, it's pretty much just the commando elite. Like I I don't think there's really a lot of Gorgonite action in this film because it's Tommy Lee Jones and you're trying to bill it as Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. And I'm saying all this, and I know I'm gonna do it wrong still. I'm still gonna pick Archer. I'm still picking the archer action figure just just purely out of out of my heart, right? Like as a kid, I was like, Damn, I want an archer. i want I want somebody I could just chill with, right? Like imagine having yeah. an action figure as a kid that you could have a dialogue with. like that to me, that was like always the most fascinating thing, right? And obviously, Toy Story yeah. came out and you had all those movies and stuff. But the toy stories they were hiding, right? They were like they would they would hide the fact that they were sentient for some reason. This was like out in the open. You got a dude you could chill with, throw him in your backpack. Yeah, maybe you get made fun of in school because you're talking to an action figure, but whatever. It's cool. So I'm taking Archer. I always thought Archer looked really cool too. I think the design's uh, pretty awesome for whatever they were. Like you said, they're monsters, but they're like animals. I don't know what exactly he was, but I'm taking Archer. I can see you smirking already because you know I messed up,
1: but Uh, I I don't feel like I messed up. I'm not smirking because you messed up. I honestly don't think there was a losing that, right? No. Because there's two major things in this movie. There's Tommy Lee Jones' voice as Chip Hazard. He commanded the movie. Yeah. You have Tommy Lee Jones as Chip, but two things came out of this movie. Chip's face came out of this movie in the poster as the doll and everything, but then also so did Halt Who Goes There. Greetings, I am Archer, emissary of the Green yeah. Knights. Like, yeah, like you, you don't know. So yes, you say you hear Chip, and you're like, "That's Tommy Lee Jones." You hear Archer, you might not not know who that is, but you know it's Archer still. Like Archer, I liked his design; it was great. Uh, speaking of his design, uh, later on in the movie, the fact that he was able to shoot a nail like thirty feet up in the air onto a—it's yeah, kind of cool. A, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. So I I I think your number one pick of Archer, not bad. I'm gonna sweeten it up now. Cause in your mind you're probably just picking Archer now. I am. Yeah. Do you I'm opening this up? Because there was Archer. Okay. There was Archer in the box, which had beautiful art. And then there was also that beautiful, translucent or not translucent, but transparent. A uh, 3D 3D model of Archer.
0: Okay, I think you, I think the 3D models are separate. I don't think I can. Take well, no, those.
1: I was gonna say, do you want all three?
0: No, no. I think those are separate.
1: I think you think you think the 3D so, okay. model should be separate.
0: No, I think the 3D model should be separate. Yes, because that is a totally different. That's a totally different figurine, unpainted, clear. Like that's that's a to me it's a totally different thing. I will say, the box should come with the with the figures though. But You know what I mean? I think every figure we get, it should also come with a box because initially that's where they're at. They're in the box. So you'd get the empty box, you get the action figure. I think that's, I can agree to that. I do think the 3D printed thing, that's another beast, right? I don't think that's, I think that might be overstepping.
1: Okay. I don't know. No, you're right because this Not is the movie I'm gonna prop cast, it, and it's yeah. it's a sep- it's a separate prop. You you are correct. You are correct. Okay. I'm right. getting a little greedy. I was trying to I, I was trying to be I was being nice. Nah, I it know, wasn't completely I altruistic because I wanted. I know you but wanted it now, too. <laughs> the thing is, now that you mention that, though, um, you did mess up because that box art for Major Chip Hazard, my. God, that was incredible. And now that I know I'm getting the box for free, you know I'm taking chip number two. My first pick is chip because God damn, I want everyone, we might have to pop this up somewhere. You need to see what this chip box art looked like because that's something that they would make today like yeah it's oh my god he was just he looked fluid he had his two guns out he was chilling oh my god chip looks so good plus it's simon lee jones get out of here man
0: i know i know i made the argument for you you don't have to say much more i mean obviously i made the argument for you but it is like i i don't mind i don't mind taking archer first because you know i just i like that character more obviously it's the good guy it's the leader of the gorgonites i think i don't know you can't go wrong either way like you said i i could have gone either way and and i think we're both pretty pleased i think the draft technically starts now right like the real the draft. The,
1: the only thing that is difficult for me is that chip had so many different models because you had the 3d printed chip you had the original chip at slash chip in the box but then you also have chip where half of his face is melted or right. burned off where where part of his eye is out, and you kind of have like that Terminator Two Arnold Schwarzenegger thing going on. That's with tough
0: too, because yeah, it is like That's, every scene kind of had a different, different yeah. style. So but I mean,
1: that chip, I, I'm the so throughout the movie, I was like, all right, I'm taking Chip if Archer is taken. And then they got to the end, and Chip had the eyeball hanging out. So you're taking like, eyeball damn. hanging out guy. I mean, it looked definitely no, a lot cooler. I, I mean, it would look cooler. It did, it would look cooler. I just gotta take classic chip, but it okay. it was so cool. It was cool. Yeah. It was really
0: he looked cool. definitely looked pretty badass. Uh okay, so like I said, we only get one action or two total action figures out of our two three total. picks. So I don't think I'm gonna use my my action figure pick back to back. There not. are some good there are some good gems, right? There's there's definitely some good ones. Some that I'm a little more attached to, probably for personal reasons. But I think coming back. And it really sealed the deal for, I, I had it pretty high on my list it, during the movie, but it sealed the deal at the end for me. And I am I think I'm going to take the wooden boat at, from the toy shop, I, the, the, the toy wooden, shop wooden the, boat.
1: The wooden boat was, I literally put Gorgon boat. It was the last thing I added. <laughs> I did not want it early on. And then when they were sailing off to Gorgon, I was like, all right, that's a solid pick.
0: Yeah, so it did have like a little sentimental value. Obviously, they're all in that boat, and and we can talk about the logistics of putting a bunch of electronic toys in a boat and just shipping them down a river to live the rest of their lives, which could have, you know, they hit one little rapid, boom, their lives are over. They're done. They're at the bottom of the river.
1: No, because you remember one of them was uh, swimming in the fish tank early in the movie. I don't think water affected them. Oh, okay. Yeah. All
0: right. Oh, I mean, that does kind of change things. But it is, it just did seem kind of weird to me. Like, what the hell are they going to do? Like, where are they going? They're yeah. going to try to find, what is it? What is it? Gorgon? No. Is it Gorgon? Gor-
1: yeah, Gorgon.
0: Yeah. Why? why? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems so weird. Somebody else is going to capture these things, right? And like, try to do something yeah. with them. I don't understand that. But I do think there is a lot of value to that boat. Obviously, the dad comes in. It's like his prized possession for some reason in this toy shop. But it gets a lot of screen time in the toy shop. And at the end, when they just send them all off, I feel like that's kind of... and and there's a lot. Again, there's a lot cooler stuff. When you see this boat in in a display, you're not. Oh, that's the one from Small Soldier. You're not saying that, but I just think it does kind of tie a little bow on it at the end, where you can just say that. So I'm gonna put Archer. My my Archer. Figure on this boat on my display, right? And that's you can you, know, you kind can
1: have doing. him on the front like Jack and Rose. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then
0: I'll yeah. i an action figure of me, and I'll and I'll put it behind him, just holding the arms out, and it'll be yeah. a beautiful that moment. would be
1: yes, so precious. yeah. I'll take the so this boat. is a very this is a very uh, nostalgic return for Doyle. Like normally you're about the the action. I think you took the Green Goblin in Spider Man, right?
0: Yeah, I did. Okay, because you took did you took the Spider Man suit, right? That was yeah, Is that what happened? I, I don't so. remember how, which way that
1: went. I, I I think I got the glider, and I think you got Green Goblin, um, the Green Goblin yeah. suit, if I remember correctly. It's just it's just interesting because normally I feel like I'm more the nostalgic one, and I'm more of the peacekeeper. Um, but coming back, I'm feeling different, man. Because I mean, you took a mode of transportation, so I figure I I might as well take a mode of transportation. Correct. So um, I mean, go for it. Yeah, knock yourself out. So, give me Chip Hazard's helicopter, baby. Okay, I want right. that. I want that Chip Hazard helicopter shooting fireworks at people. That was that was a lot of cool. They they had a lot of little cool vehicles in this. Yeah, towards um, the end, did, it was
0: like, where are they putting these together that fast? But yeah, they they were yes. friggin' strapped. Yeah.
1: Yes, they um they freaking made a little Voltron skateboard. It was crazy it was it was actually really cool but uh yeah i want that chip helicopter that honestly wasn't the first vehicle i wanted but now that i got chip i gotta, gotta get you gotta put I gotta him in his chopper car.
0: bro yeah I, so i'll yeah, put archer put on his, his boat and you put chip yeah. in ch- and chip in the chopper uh ch- I, 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 <laughs> chip in the chopper <laughs> uh so i i did that was going back and forth obviously chip chip's helicopter was on my list but like you said, it wasn't it wasn't my top vehicle, and if for whatever reason I missed out on the boat, the vehicle that I would have picked, I'll tell you when we're done, because I'm not gonna pick it now. I'm not gonna pick a boat and a vehicle. I'm gonna I've got to dip back into the action figure realm. Because, I'll,
1: yeah, I've got. I'll tell you what my number one vehicle was too afterwards. See, now this is when it gets
0: tough because there's I now have the run of the lot here of all the 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 secondary characters,
1: both. There was a lot of good secondary characters,
0: right? So both Gorgonites and and Commando Elite. So it's like I can go either way here.
1: Wait, so you're not taking a Gwendy doll?
0: I'm not gonna take a Gwendy doll, personally. No. Um, oh my god, Doyle!
1: I know. Thank it just goodness. you know they didn't
0: have a it's name. 20, it was like they're all just man. Gwendy bots. You know what I mean? It's kind of lame. Uh, yeah, it's 2022. Okay, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so no, what I'm gonna wind up. Oh, you know what? You know what's even more dumb? I wish. I had you, you another really good Doyle? one. No, Doyle? no, we can't keep no. doing this. No, we got we, we got to have it. a cutout. No, I don't want to keep extending <laughs> it. We do it every episode, and we're like, we came into this with a plan, and then we extend the draft just because we feel bad. No, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna make a tough choice here, and I gotta drop something off. Uh, man, damn, that it's. <laughs> This is t- it's insane. It's like every character had a pretty decent, dis- decent role. I honestly like because I have Archer, I'm less inclined to take a Gorgonite because I want, I do want to dip into the Commando Elite. Like I want to have that that side by side, you know, just a little comparison there. Yeah. So I think I am going to pick a Commando Elite. All right, which sucks because I'm I'm actually passing over a lot of Gorgon Gorgonites that I put on my list. You are. They but they just, all
1: like for those of you who don't personally know Doyle like. Every Gorgonite, I feel like, is something he would have up in his room. Like everything embodied. Every, I had. Like, just I your, actually had your zaniness.
0: Yeah. I'll. I'll, <laughs> I'll. I'll tell you afterwards, whenever you're done, that what I actually had, because I, I had. I had. Think I had three action figures from this movie. Um. Obviously, I had the main two, but I had another one that I really I liked like I more than any it. of them. What's I feel that? like I could guess it. What is it? The, uh, the Tasmanian Devil one. You son of a bee. How'd you know? Yeah, that was <laughs> insaniac.
1: Insaniac was my dude, one. I, like, I didn't even have awesome. to think about it. Yeah,
0: I did. I did. I've always, I've always kind of leaned into the chaos, and uh, that dude was pure chaos. But I, I can't pick him, though. That's the thing. I, I got to pick a Commando Elite. I think one of my favorite ones, and may, maybe even my favorite one, if, if Tommy Lee Jones wasn't attached to Chip Hazard, I still think this character was more fun throughout the movie and i gotta go I'm, with my guy what was it
1: wait i'm tied between two i i almost want to guess this before you do
0: if you want to try to guess yeah it's a commando elite it's not chip hazard who am i get who am i who am is it is
1: it the uh is it the buff dude the buff white dude who gets his legs is uh, it rick cut off the bike? yeah that's my guy yes. bro
0: rick rick Bazooka <laughs> I gotta get him, <laughs> dude. He go. was just so funny. He was like just this big dope, right? But like he was out there just doing his thing. And when he was hanging on the back, like he gets completely dismantled, but they put him back together. Yeah. So I want the damaged, like put back together one because there's a model where, really yeah. all he does is just have some tape on, right? Like it's it's pretty much the same yeah. doll, but he's got tape. So yeah, I want I want damaged brick bazooka. Uh, I I thought he was pretty funny in this movie. Like he was honestly the I- most likable out of all of them.
1: I, I would I would agree with you. I love the scene where he's like, "I'm I'm messed up, Cap," and then they come and they have a first aid kit. I'm yeah. like, why do they have? Why do they have a first aid kit? This is ridiculous. Yeah. And realistically, he had the exact same damage Nick Nitro did. We don't so talk
0: about that. about it? the legs the were gone though. Injuries. The legs were gone. You couldn't do anything with them. So,
1: True, yeah. the legs were ground up, but like. Oh my god! And then Brick just handstands himself over back to his legs. He's that man, a hero, man. The, he
0: knows what he's doing.
1: Brick, Brick is a good pick. He was definitely a good pick. I wanted. I was. It was either that or Nick the Nitro. They had the two biggest personalities, right? And for some reason, the um, the one who was like the telecommunications guy, like yeah, the one the with little, like the visor, such a little
0: slimy guy. Yeah, you just look like
1: a slime. Yeah, ball. For, he he just stuck out to me. I don't know why. I definitely would pick him after those two, but he stuck out a lot. Yeah,
0: to I did me. not like him at all. Like he was my least favorite. I was like, I just don't like yeah. anything he's doing. Yeah, I don't know.
1: You want to something I noticed like a small little a small little thing when ta- uh, when Chip goes and he gets a second army, he doesn't bring other chips.
0: <laughs> I, I I wrote that down and I was like, how yeah. weird is that? Right, like. There's yeah. the same amount of chips as there are every other character. And he's like specifically. Yeah. But my my question is, they all punched out of their packaging. Why not them? Right? Yeah. Across the entire country or world, wherever they're shipped, are these are, are we just gonna we just as expected to believe that these are the only ones that busted out of their packaging?
1: Well, these broke street date though. So the whole thing was that Alan broke street date. Um, he had them out before they were supposed to be out. So no one had time to go through the halt who goes there. I think they were supposed to come out that weekend or like the next day. Yeah. And this all happened before street date.
0: I love that not once were they tested before they hit the streets. Like no one oh, yeah, picked them absurd. up after it was assembled and did the lines to see how it would work, right? No yeah. one saw that they're sentient creatures. But yeah, no, go ahead. One last pick uh, in the in the draft here from from Small Soldiers.
1: So, like you, I'm gonna go across to the other line. Um, I'm gonna pick a Gorgonite. I okay. right. do you? you th- I'm between two. I want you to lay out two that you think I would pick.
0: Okay. So now, now you just nailed nine. Now I'm out here to gonna get. I'm, I'm like I'm pressures on. Like I'm gonna get butchered. So you're you you think I, I have to pick two?
1: I'm I'm only picking one. Just what two Gorgonites do you think I would like?
0: I. So Archer's gone. I I really liked one that I don't think anybody likes personally. Um, uh-huh. We already talked about Insomniac, so I feel like I feel like I can't guess. He, he, that.
1: He's up for it, right? He's up for it. It's
0: possible. Like um, I really liked Punch it and Scratch it. The the okay. horn, the freaking horn monster, the big one with the little yeah. like orange guy. Yeah. I I think it's I I don't now I, I'm picking for myself again I just like them all so it's like I don't know
1: Doyle just truck hey just.
0: I'm take I'm take I'll pick that one and then I guess I guess we'll go with freaking Ocula <laughs> the freaking eyeball I don't know
1: I wish I could share my screen I've written down Punch it in Ocula dude <laughs> they're awesome they're awesome I don't know why yes. I love it so um, much I'm, I. Ocula creeped me out at first because I have a thing with eyes, but yeah. um punch it, I I don't know why I loved punch it. Like even you just more looked than like smash a it. Rhino
0: dinosaur yeah, monster, yeah.
1: Like I I wanted to like smash it more because he had like the stone tied to his hand. Yeah, but that was something like, about punch fist, it. I
0: think his name, yeah. The, yes, yeah. Yeah, the little like creature uh, that yeah. was attached to Punch It. Is is scratch mm-hmm. it for some reason? That's a combo deal for me. If you're picking it, that's a combo deal.
1: I I appreciate that. I'll take it. I didn't care so much. Slam fist, yes. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm gonna go with uh. I'm gonna go with punch it. I like it. I I would like to take ocula, but it would creep me out a little bit having that eye just stare at you. Ocula
0: was very high on my list, and I passed over it because I wanted the contrast of both. Right. Just because for the sake of the draft. We're yeah. by the way, we're drafting. When we're drafting, we're drafting with the our imaginations here, pretending that we have an, an inf- infinite size display room for movie props, right? So, I, I just love the designs of pretty much every one of these characters. Other than the Commando Elite, it's pretty boring, right? It's just pretty much generic army dudes. But but I the Gorgonites are so interesting. Like you said, the Punch-It one is is strange. You're trying to figure out, like, what animal it is. It's definitely, like, a, inspired by some sort of rhino-elephant combo. I don't know what that mm-hmm. is, but... The horn isn't even a horn. It's like a, it's it, well, it's it like doesn't a, know what a horn yeah. does, but it's like a plate, like I don't know. It's yeah. very strange. But no, that's a good pick. That's that one's definitely. You got to
1: trust yourself, man. You you had it. You didn't trust yourself.
0: All right, all right. No, that's good. So i will give you punch it, and I'm gonna give you the scratch it because I just to me they're a combo deal. So uh, punch it, scratch it. So let me recap the draft so real in, quick, and then we can go in into in the undraftable ones, the ones that
1: didn't. But get there's there's no love for Frankenstein. Or oh hell <laughs> no, all. bro! Didn't even make my list. <laughs> didn't even make my list. Uh, I
0: actually didn't even write him down. I felt really bad, but I was like, "I'm not touching that guy, bro. He's ugly. He's just disgusting." <laughs> all right. Um, but no. Uh, okay, so first pick, I picked Archer. You then followed up with Chip. Those are the first two no-brainers from this film, right? So like, the draft didn't really start. We yeah. knew those two were going to be off the board. Uh, I went Wooden Boat, which in contrast doesn't look as cool, right? It's just like, okay, that's a cool wooden boat from the film. Uh, From the toy store, you got Chip, Hazard's helicopter. I then chose Brick Bazooka on the other side, Commando Elite. And then you chose from the Gorgonite side, Punch It and Scratch It. That is the (coughs) movie prop cast draft. So now the ones that we didn't get picked, because I I won't go down everything I wrote. I'll go down the list that I had when when I was ranking them. Right, and, and yeah. ones that I that I actually overlooked. So what about you, real quick? The, the biggest one, I have one for me, and I'll hold down. I don't think you have it even on your list. Really? Yeah, that, the, so, that I was be- actually hard to pass over.
1: So before the scene even came, um, I wrote, so obviously I had Archer and Chip written down. Number three, before we, sometimes if I remember a movie, I'll put something early on. The number three thing, even though I would argue it might be number four now, that I had written down was tennis ball gun that was shooting the flaming tennis balls into Right, that the house. like
0: machine, you thought that yeah. was the best vehicle no, other than the didn't chips? No, I did because,
1: okay. n- no, because I, it was the one I remembered most, but then two other vehicles popped up that were hard for me to pick chips helicopter over. Um, the flaming CD tent toaster. Right, that was awesome. That was I actually wrote flames. toaster machines
0: sound. I was like, how are was they doing like, that?
1: Yeah, like, how are they shooting these? And then the nail gun turret. So not the uh, not the corn and the cob gun, right. but the nail gun. That thing was deadly. The nail gun I,
0: was the only one I was legitimately terrified of. Uh, the nail yes. gun vehicle was putting in work this film. Uh, it was doing yes. serious damage. And I, I don't know how. Like, that, I think, was why they got the PG-13 rating, right? Because that was, like, actual, yeah. like, they could have died. Like if that hits in the face yeah. or head, they're dead. Done. Yeah. So, yeah. Like the I, nail gun else, was I was like, in yeah, work. sure. You can you can puncture me with a corn cob thing. Like that's like what you put attack in me, whatever. That's not a big deal. Flames, yeah. obviously that's a bit different. You don't want to catch on fire, but like I feel like I can avoid some flames.
1: The flaming uh, CDs were penetrating walls though. It was going through drywall. Okay, well that's a
0: little I mean that's a bit much. Yeah, I don't know about the yeah. realism of that, but but yeah, they were how? I mean, look, just pop your toaster up as fast as you can. How fast is that really going to realistically <laughs> fly out? Uh But no, those are some good vehicles. The one major one that didn't get maybe got seconds of screen time, but I was I was very intrigued by. Do you remember the action figure, Flatchu, Flatchu no. from the Belch Brigade?
1: No, In the
0: beginning of the movie, they're doing the pitch. The entire reason why Gil Mars buys Heartland Toys was because of the success from this weird looking red action figure called uh, Flat Chew and he was part of the Belch Brigade and it was a success. It was like Heartland Toys biggest financial success, right? And that was the reason why Gil Mars bought Heartland Toys in the first place. And it honestly looks like a slightly fatter slam fist that probably just farts and burps. That's its whole gimmick, is oh. it just farts and burps.
1: Okay, I got to go back and look yeah, this Yeah, it's up.
0: literally in the beginning of the movie. Like When Dennis Leary sits down in that chair, he picks up the toy, looks at it, and says it's the whole reason why. Because they were, they were talking real quick about the success of that toy. And he's like, it's the reason yeah. I bought the company. And then they throw it aside, and that's it. But it's like a functional toy that just gets maybe seconds of screen time. And I'm like, they had to build that entire toy out. And 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 then immediately dismiss it, and it didn't, it wasn't revisited at all. So I thought that was yeah. kind of interesting. Now I kind of want to, I wanted a sequel of like Small Soldiers, the Commando Elite versus the Belch Brigade, and just see how that goes. Like, I want the no. revival of the Belch Brigade.
1: <laughs> no. Anyway, so so Flat Shoe was high on your list. Yes. Yeah.
0: Because it was so random and okay. so weird, but you'd see that and you would have no idea where that was from. But yeah, it just seemed like a big deal at the time.
1: So now that we're done, we're done with right. uh, the... the. I have a, a very important question to ask you. Okay. Do Christy and Alan stay together after this? And if so, how long?
0: Hell no. Uh, long term, no way. Um, Short term, no she's... No, no. Well, there's a whole thing now. Of, like, they, they have to go through the ins and outs of... She has a boyfriend. He just happened to run away.
1: Well, quite no. Frankly, she, she had a boyfriend.
0: She had a boyfriend. Sure, they broke up. I guess it's implied that they're they broke up. But, yes, I mean, I, I get him being scared and run away, but like it is kind of it is kind of crazy that he didn't go back in or at least try like if he got knocked out, I'd feel less bad or if something happened where yeah. he just got taken out of the picture, that'd be fine. but the fact that he did run away, that is weird. So I guess there's not really a love triangle thing, but there that is something that needs to be resolved, right that he probably gets in a fight over it. It's like this whole thing, right
1: She breaks up with him right away.
0: Well, I'm saying Jeez. he is probably resentful to Alan Abernathy and then, and then it's a whole thing,
1: right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I was actually very surprised with like Chrissy's straightforwardness this entire movie. Like she was very mature for what a Right, extremely World.
0: unrealistic for that uh that grade uh and that yeah. that level personally. I don't know. Maybe you've seen other yeah. maybe I don't know. Maybe why especially for that it just seemed like I don't know what grade they were in. What? What do you think? Freshman 8th eight, grade maybe? I don't know
1: no because she was her boyfriend one played oh he was on a he vars- was on a motorcycle you're he right was if v- she v- was riding a scooter his whole team was on a motorcycle like at one point he comes to pick her up from the shop and in the on the back on the other side of the street his team was there and there's four other dudes on motorcycles well but did she, she what- did also
0: she did also mention she likes she only dates older guys so yeah
1: yeah and so she's probably like a sophomore in high school, like a freshman sophomore.
0: Okay. But, but he Alan Abernathy world, looks like a child.
1: Child. I yeah. I had that written down. She looked at least two or three years older than him. She was taller yeah. than him and just looked more mature than him. Very strange casting that was weird. in that in that aspect. Yes. Yeah, I hear
0: what you're saying. I, I don't think the relationship lasts very long, honestly. Uh it just at no point did I get like a vibe. You know what I mean? There wasn't like not that this is supposed to be a romance movie, but it it just didn't yeah. seem like there wasn't. It seemed like she was kind of whatever. Like any any little wind blown in a different direction, she'd be like, "Oh look at that. that's that's a cute boy." I
1: don't know. Mm, see, that was a part of the maturity. I think she knew she wanted Alan early on. But like you said, the movie wasn't about that. I don't think they make it. I think they make it to the end of high school.
0: Oh and yeah. Then, oh yeah. Yeah. That's and then, that's and a then huge obstacle, it. and they're going totally different ways. Like Alan's like, oh, "I'm yeah. taking up." taking over pop pops toy business and she's like i'm going to college (laughs)
1: yeah
0: that's it he doesn't seem like college type to me but the thing is the parents though seem like the ones that would force a kid who didn't want to go to college to go to college so that's a whole sequel man we got to get that sequel we got to go back in time and have them make a sequel and see how it go i
1: think he creates toys in the future he becomes a toy maker I'm actually really, I think what
0: bothered me the most about the ending is that there was, the, the dude had a really cool toy friend and like a bunch of cool toy friends and he had to just be like, oh, you guys want to leave? <laughs> like that's, I feel like that would mess me yeah. up. You went through that whole traumatic experience and the the, the cause of it, they said, nah, we just want to float down a river.
1: But he, he leaves with the girl.
0: Yes. Yes. But knowing that there are toys out there that can talk and are sentient, I would still be chasing them down. I'd be like, where are these things at? Like we got to find them.
1: True. It's hard to get. Uh, that I out. mean, yeah, it is. It is. But that's why I think he becomes a toy maker. That's fair.
0: That's fair. He keeps trying to. Yeah. He gets those uh those X one thousand chips, and and then we just do this all over again. Like it's like you know how they Jurassic Park they did it, and then they made Jurassic World, and it happened again. That's the yeah. sequel. He just make the toys all over again, and then they're, boom, they're, we're back in it. Which isn't it, the logic is there. I mean, we do it all the time. So it's just we're we're you humans. really
1: like you've. You've pitched this in like th- four different ways, so you really want a small soldiers too.
0: Okay, so uh, real quick, at the end of this, uh, I, I know I, I I wanted to see if it was gonna do it, but there was a remake that got canceled, right? Uh, apparently, due to the acquisition, th- there was scripts flying around. There was a bunch going on. Things were not nothing was in like production, right? But mm-hmm. uh, I guess there was an ac- the acquisition of 20th Century Fox by Disney in 2019. Uh, that that was kind of what shut it down. Disney in August got a hold of all this stuff, canceled a two hundred projects, over two hundred projects. One of them being an intention to remake Small Soldiers.
1: Not not that's re- right up their alley.
0: I know. I don't understand. I, I, I mean, I guess maybe they like Toy Story. They didn't want to. That was probably like they didn't want to cross that line. I guess I don't know. But what? Yeah, I don't. I don't know really. I don't really understand it personally. But also, are we due? Are we due for a, a Toy Story live action? Like, how, how plausible is that, do mm-hmm. you think? Are we not, we're not there for that?
1: N- no, 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 not yet. Not okay. Yet, All right. Not
0: All right. Yet. All right. Not just yet. wondering. That just popped in my head right there. But, yes, there was a, re- a remake slash sequel. They were talking around Disney bought it, killed it, and uh, that's where we are. So uh, People waiting 25 years for a sequel. Uh, it's not coming anytime soon. Uh, any kind of, I mean,
1: of- it was it was you and maybe one other guy in the back, so it's okay. Yeah,
0: hey, if it's you, let us know. Uh, at movie propcast <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can email us, moviepropcast at gmail.com. We will gladly, uh, we're, we're happy to hear from you. Uh, anybody who wants to reach out, and you can stay up to date, uh, and, and catch us on social media. Well, we actually hey, record this podcast, uh, video and audio. So if you want to watch us yell at each other, uh, and then draft and, and just con- just overall conversate, which I think is a word. Um, it's not. Uh, you can go to YouTube uh, and search for the movie podcast as well and hit us with the subscribe there.
1: Where Uber, can Uber, we Uber be Uber heard?
0: Oh, uh, you can't. You actually can't hear this podcast. It's only a visual podcast. I mute the audio and I upload just uh, an hour of silence. So if you're hearing this for the- some reason, email us. I'm really confused on how you're doing it. Uh, but we do have the podcast up on all podcast platforms, but you cannot hear us. Uh, that's the one That's the one rule. So,
1: so it's like Pootie Tang's hit song. <laughs> yeah,
0: you can't hear it. It's not real. It doesn't exist. Uh, yeah, but gotta, no. We got to go. Yeah, we got to get out of here. But uh, I appreciate you guys uh, hanging out, and uh, we'll be back next time on the movie podcast. Tyler, thank you very much. And uh, thank, see thank you later. You. See you later.
1: Love you guys. Love you guys. I love you. Not you, the <laughs> listeners. I right, see you. I, I I know. I know.